Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. Welcome to Sawbones, marital terror, misguided medicine. Oh man, I just got lit a lot, like lost in the tones there. I think I felt like John Michael Montgomery. Hey, pretty won't you give me a sign? I'm doing what you think you're making fun You haven't introduced yourself yet, so I can't introduce myself until um, you. I'm a co-host, Justin McElroy, and I'm Sydney McElroy. So you have to start. I'm sorry, it's been so long since we're both down here today. We're both we're both down low today. I know it's the morning. Tis the season. I fe- I always feel like it's starting to get cold here, and I always feel like at this time of year is when I start thinking, like, this is a mistake. Certainly it's going to get warm again for a while. Like, I, I let myself believe, like, we'll have some more sunny days, you know, some more. Because I-, I don't want to think that I've just, like, I always feel like I didn't lap it up. You know what I mean? I feel like I didn't. I should have spent more time outside. Yeah, I always I have the same like thought. Time outside, but did, I feel like I should have. The thought I always have is you didn't sit on the porch enough. You didn't sit on the porch enough. That's that's a thought that I have a lot. You didn't sit on the porch enough, Sydney. It was uh, warm. You could have sat on the porch while actually, you did whatever you were doing while you were researching this show. You could have sat not this episode because it was already cold. But I could have sat on the porch more while I was researching other episodes, and I I didn't. I didn't. But here we are. There's no there's no point in looking forward. Things will or sorry, backwards. <laughs> 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 Paging Dr. There's Freud. Only <laughs> <laughs> for you. Uh, no, there's no point looking backward. There's no uh, point. There, maybe mean, just there's no point. Should I just be a I pure, don't feel that way. I, I'm not I really cynical. I don't feel that way. I feel I'm like, not nihilistic. You know what? We've had a lot of fun watching a lot of scary content. You know, there's mm-hmm. good things about every time of year, I guess. Yeah, we have. Except for February. Sorry. <laughs> January. Those two months are like, whatever. I feel like things don't start to heat back up. Cooper's March. birthday's in February. And God bless her for it, but <laughs> she didn't turn things around. For uh, the month, I mean, it's not a m- enough to save a month. Love the kid, but. Justin, I had never heard of this one, this topic this week before. Oh, okay. Except, um, one of our listeners. Told me about it. We Thank rely you. on them so much. We do. Thank you, Melissa, for sending this in. And as always, if you find out about weird medical stuff and you think it'd make a please, please send it my way. If you think it'd make a good show, because um, most of our shows these days come from you all, and I really appreciate it. And thanks for your weird uh, medical artifacts that you send to our PO box. Oh my gosh! PO box I got, 54, Huntington, West Virginia, two five seven zero six is the address. For I got some real wonderful ones this last yeah. time but be yeah. thoughtful be thoughtful about the space i don't want i don't you know we can't take 30 
30 bucks. Please don't. No, yes we can. Yes we can. Yeah, what what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you kidding me? I'm antagonizing you. The books are my favorite. I love everything. Um I love the books and can I tell you I save if you send me a book and it's got like a little note or a card or something from you too. I always keep the note or the card in the book so that whenever I pull the book off my shelf and open it to look at something or read, there's your little note and it's like this wonderful little uh, it's just it's wonderful. The thank you. Thank you. Book, the joy it brings me, I cannot express. Thank the you. number of books you are now condemning me to hauling back from the local post office. Do you know the looks they give me, Sid, with your books? I love my books. Okay. So what is what is the come on. I'm talking we're talking about the Essiac formula. Okay. Or Essiac T, you may have heard it. It's a T. It's a formula. But I'm, it's a a little, tea. I'm a little more interested in the SEX formula. It's just these muscles oh my gosh. plus these moves. No, SEX. No, no, no. Okay. SEAC as an E S S I A C. Okay. That is the name. Okay. Well, you, uh, I will tell on, you I'm why. To use it's, my Latin. I'm not getting anything from it. Yeah, though. no, you're not going to be able to figure this one out until I'm going to tell you. There is a, we know exactly why it's called this. You I might be hope. able to puzzle it out. See if you can Sherlock it out before I tell you. Do not. Talk to me like that. <laughs> I do not appreciate. I am not the. I'm not the the child on Mister Wizard. <laughs> just see, just see. You might. Well, be you able might to. even be able to figure this, it out yourself with your tiny child hey, brain. Hey, no, no. This has no. There's. You don't have to know any science to figure this out. Okay. Uh, we talk a lot on our show about fake cures. Yeah. Right. Um, and I usually say something about how a lot of them are pretty harmless. A lot of fake cures at the end of the day, I mean, like if you think about a lot of homeopathic things, they don't treat anything, they don't cure anything, but most of them don't do anything either. The most of them, we're talking about homeopathic stuff, most of it's just water, honestly. It's just a bottle of water. Um, And even stuff that actually has like some sort of ingredient in it, most of them aren't going to kill you. Yes. Right? Some of them do, so please just don't take them willy-nilly. But... A lot of the herbal things that we talk about either don't do much in the body or do so little that it doesn't matter. However, another reason that these things are dangerous is something we don't talk about a lot on the show, which is that they offer an alternative Mm -hmm. to actual medicine and in some cases are recommended instead of actual medicine. Now, Because it keeps people from getting the care that they need. Yes, that, that is a factor that I don't think we talk about a lot, which is if you are encouraged to pursue this non-evidence-based, you know, completely untested, unproven substance as a cure for whatever mm-hmm. your disease process is over actual evidence-based medicine, then you may unnecessarily suffer or even die from something that was treatable or even curable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and we don't focus on that piece of it. Like, I, 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 and maybe I should be a little more careful about saying like, worst case scenario, you waste your money. No, the worst case scenario is that you avoid actual medical care and don't get the care you need and deserve. Yes. Um, and I think that right now, I feel like distrust of medical professionals is still pretty high. I don't, yeah. I mean, like it wasn't great before COVID, the, the faith that people have in us as, as healthcare providers. I think that because of all of the disinformation and misinformation during COVID of all the people who lied and said that we were 
falsely diagnosing to bill higher and all of those, which all were complete lies, by the way. Nobody was doing that. I don't, I don't think I need to tell you all that, but we weren't <laughs> doing that. Um, we were struggling to try and keep people alive and not get sick ourselves. That's what we were all doing. Uh, and trying to keep up with the best treatment practices, which shifted, it seemed like, monthly. Mm-hmm. For because we were, it was a real-time, real-time science. We were learning in real time. Um, but I think that because there is so much mistrust. And a lot of that in this country has to do with the fact that you you should not trust the healthcare system in the United States of America. It is not built to take care of you. It was never, it's not broken. It was not built to take care of you. You can trust individual people within the system. Yes. There are providers that you can trust. Absolutely. And you can trust evidence-based medicine and science to move you closer to a state of well-being. Um, all of that is true, but the healthcare system was built to make money. And so if you don't trust the system, I don't blame you. I don't either. Um, but because <laughs> of all that, <laughs> because of all that, uh, the, the alternative medicine industry can look a lot more attractive, right? Cause it's a rebellion and that's on both sides. Like it's natural, it's crunchy. And so there are some people who are drawn to it because of that. Like it's more the way we're intended to live. And there are some people who are drawn to it out of kind of like the other end of the political spectrum, like, you know, conspiracy theory and we right. know better and the government's trying to hide things from you kind of stuff. Either way. So I want to tell you the story of SEAC formula because I think this is a good example of something that pulled people away from actual treatment because it offered a cure where there is no cure. It seemed safer, cheaper, more natural, all of those sort of buzzy things that people are attracted to. Um, And it had a lot of testimonials, which we see a lot in these kind of medicines, that led people to believe it might work. Mm. Um, This is the cancer cure that is not a cancer cure. Not a cure for anything. But yes, the Essiac formula is specifically touted to be a cure for cancer. I feel like... One of the most egregious. I feel like if they figured that out, I would have heard about it. It would have made headlines. Yeah, well, I'm telling you about it, but it's not... I mean, I... I, (laughs) uh, And it has given a lot of people false hope, and it's, I mean, as far as I can tell, no more than a T. But Renee Case is at the center of our story. Uh, She was one of 11 children... Her parents, you can read, by the way, like in her own words, a lot of this story that I'm telling you comes from her first person account of her life, her career, the invention of this cure. Um, there there are lots of websites devoted to her and then her actual story, her from her book and from her autobiography, from her life, right? So like, it's kind of nice to have a first person account of somebody's life. Um, she had a good child in Ontario. Her parents were a barber and a seamstress. She grew up wanting to take care of others. It sounded like a very religious upbringing, like providing and caring for others was very much part of her life. And she wanted to do that. So she went into nursing, a great field to go into if you love taking care of other people and you want to give back. And in nursing, she made a discovery. And so to kind of get into her her story from how she figured this out, um, she was, this is the mid-1920s, by the way. That's the era we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was working at the Sisters of Providence Hospital in northern Ontario. Um, and she noticed that uh, on one of her patients, they had some scar tissue on their breast. And she was asking about what, why, what is that scar from? Right. And the patient said that 
about 30 years prior, she had had breast cancer. She had had advanced cancer in that breast. Okay. Okay. She went to a doctor, and the doctor said, you we're going to have to remove that because it's cancer. Okay? Okay. That was the treatment plan to remove the cancer, which is still, you Sound. know, sur- surgical treatment of cancer is still a mainstay of cancer. You know, a lot of, not all, but a lot of cancer treatments to this day. Um, however, in this patient's words, uh, before we left, they were at a camp where they were seeing this doctor. They were the, Her husband was a prospector, so they were kind of out in the wilderness when this was all discovered. So before they left the camp to go pursue this surgical treatment, uh, she came across an uh, old Indian medicine man. Now, I believe in this case they're talking about someone who would have been indigenous to this area. Yes. Of Ontario is where we are. And, had, uh, and told this medicine man that she had cancer. And he said, I can cure it. I have this remedy. You don't have to have surgery. Um, take this instead. Yes. So she uh, went with the medicine man out into the wilderness. They collected certain herbs. He showed her which ones to collect. She helped. They brewed a tea from these herbs. She was told to drink it every day. And she has had no problems with cancer ever since. Mm. She was able to avoid surgery. She was able to avoid any treatment. And she lived, she was 80 years old at the time of this telling and drank her herbal tea every day. So we are already setting up for like several different, if you've been listening to Subbuds for a while, you can already see the the like logical things that are going to be brought into this, right? We've got appeal to ancient wisdom. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, the appeal of like the nat- natural thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's natural and it's ancient. And there's also a layer, I think, of like other cultures having more wisdom, older cultures, older societies have more wisdom than we do about about healing, which is kind of like appeal to ancient wisdom. But like mm-hmm. you can already see some of these tenets like – there are things that are rooted deep down in us, right? Like we want to believe that the care for the thing is just growing out of the ground and we just are too, mm-hmm. you know, too city bound to see it. Have you seen the movie Medicine Man? It's uh, in yeah, the ants. Yeah, Sydney, I have. It rains the whole time. It's a wild flood. It's in the ants. It's in the ants. It was in the ants. That's a spoiler for Medicine Man though. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, If you haven't, that is a wild statement to make, by the way. Like it's in the ants. What does that mean? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously. There's a time when Sean Connery and Lorraine Bracco could headline a picture. Think about that. Man, can I tell change. you the fantasies about that movie? Anyway. You're, it was, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Sean Connery died? <laughs> Come on. Go ahead. So this young nurse hears the story. She thinks it's intriguing. Um, she remembers it. She remembers the herbs. Uh, the the patient recounts to her. I the remember herbs that it were too. It. Somebody told me they cured cancer. <laughs> they cured cancer. No, but, no, no special merit. But like we have for to, that. we have to build the story. So like a year later, she's working with this uh, doctor. They're walking around uh, out in the garden, and the gar- and the doctor apparently points to one of the plants growing in the garden and says, um, "If people would use this weed, there would be very little cancer in the world." And she looks, and it's one of the same herbs that was in this tea that she learned about from this patient. So she starts to think, huh, maybe there's some truth to this. So we're like building, so we have this like natural folk cure and now we have medical science authenticating it. A doctor Mm. said, yes, 
it does cure cancer. <laughs> it does work. And we and also I love the idea that this doctor is like casually like this cures cancer. We're not telling anybody. People love yeah, that. Yeah, they love that angle. So then she finds out that a family member has cancer. And she's very worried because, you know, I, I mean, like, this is why, unfortunately, cancer is so ripe for this kind of fake cure. Yeah. Is because this was true in the 1920s and it's true today. We often can't cure things. Sometimes we can. It is not uncommon that we can't. And so people start to feel hopeless and desperate and will be more, you know, uh, vulnerable to yeah. these kinds of scams. So she decides, you know, I'm going to get all of the herbs that are necessary to make this tea and bring it to her, which I think uh, still we're pretty harmless at this point. She, yeah, this, make it a tea. This family member has undergone actual cancer treatment. She's just bringing her a tea too. I think that's fine. You know, Not a tea too. That is actually the terrible uh, metallic pr- uh, uh, terminator uh, <laughs> that can shapeshift. So she didn't bring her. I don't want her to bring her a T two. If Medicine Man gave me good dreams, Terminator two gave me so many bad dreams as a kid. So anyway, she makes her this tea, and she claims that after that, her aunt, was a family member, lived for twenty one years after this. Even though doctors told her the cancer was incurable, she had very little time left. Mm. She lived for another twenty one years. Mm. Right, and so because of this. Uh, other, like, there are doctors who are involved in this patient's care. So this was a patient who was actually receiving care from doctors, told there was nothing left to do. She got this tea, supposedly beat the odds. And so the doctors start to become interested in this and start asking her, nurse case, what are you doing? What was, what's this tea? What's the deal? Tell me about um, the tea. Yeah, what's tell the, me about sp- the tea. Spill the tea. And they come to her and they're like, we've got this other guy who's got cancer. And, um, the tea. huh? I said spill the tea. Spill the tea. <laughs> spill the tea on the tea. Give me the tea. Give me the, no, just give me the tea. Give me the tea. Give me the tea. Got it. We could do that all day. So they, they're like, look, look, we've got this guy who like, we don't expect to live more than like a week or so. Why don't you come try your tea? If your tea's so good, come give him the tea. So she comes in and she gives this guy who's in uh, late stage cancer, who has, like I said, about a week or so to live the tea. Um, He was bleeding actively at the time. The bleeding stopped within the first day and he lived another six months. I think that that's great. And six months is definitely more than zero months. But I do think that if you're saying I have a tea that cures cancer, it's a little weird for someone to make it six months. And then you're like, ta-da! Personally, I think well, that that's not a, not a great hallmark of efficacy. So according to Nurse Case, what happened next is that because the doctors saw this with their own eyes, a petition was drawn up and sent to the Department of National Health and Welfare in Ottawa to allow her to do independent research on this tea. Does this and end they, with uh, Canada doctors having the cure? Send- oh, sorry. <laughs> Does this end with Canada having the cure to cancer? They just won't tell us about it. Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> I don't think. I think some of our Canadian listeners could Canadian weigh in on that. But I'm pretty this one sure. Weird trick where they can cure cancer, but they won't tell the U.S. about it. no. Canadians are way too nice to keep that secret. You all would tell us. Come you on. would tell us. You would tell us. They gave us Bieber. They're definitely going to give us the cure to cancer. You all shared insulin. You shared insulin with everybody. You would tell us. You'd tell us. So anyway, they send this petition. And she, you know, after this feels like 
this is going to be great. I'm going to save the world with my new tea, except that then she uh, gets, after they send this petition, according to her, two doctors from the Department of Health and Welfare show up at her door to arrest her for practicing medicine without a license. Well, I never. (laughs) How dare they? Um, And this would, you know, this would kind of be like the next phase of this. She's got this tea. She learned about it in these, you know, sort of, who knows if they're real stories. She gives it to people, saves their lives. It's miraculous, and the state suppresses it. Oh, it's, a, it's a perfect setup. Um, so does it work? What's in it? And what did she do next? I'll tell you after we go to the billing department. Ah, uh, let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. What are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got at two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. 
People say not to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Which is why here on Just the Zoo of Us, we judge them by so much more. We rate animals out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics, taking into consideration each animal's true strengths, like a pigeon's ability to tell a Monet from a Picasso or a polar bear's ability to play basketball. Guest experts like biologists, ecologists, and more join us to share their unique insight into the animal's world. Listen with friends and family of all ages on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. It's the final week of Co-Optober. I'm Kira Gowan, Ad Operations Specialist, and I'm here with... Daniel Barwella, Technology and Data Specialist. To cap off National Co-Op Month, we're sharing how worker-owned co-ops can benefit their communities. Read about it in our newsletter or on social media at MaxFunHQ. We're also trying to do our part. We're volunteering at our local food bank this week, and we encourage you to volunteer in your area, too. On Friday, we're announcing the donation that you helped raise in the post-Max Fund Drive sticker sale, going to five food banks across the U.S. And we want to make sure you know that this is your last chance to get our limited edition Co-op Launch Crew merch. Grab a pin, hat, shirt, or hoodie before they disappear at the end of the month. Details on merch, resources for volunteering, and all things Co-Optober can be found at MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. Thank you so much for your support and have a great Co-Optober. It's a a low point, Sydney. We find Mm -hmm. ourselves in prison. Uh, Hard times for our hero. But I feel like she's going to rise above all this. I, I'm keeping the faith. So she has been told to stop. But. <laughs> she does not. She does not. <laughs> um, so even though the government is like, you can't go, you can't go around saying you have the cure for cancer because you don't like you don't you don't have any. I and mean, there's no research on this. Right? right. Like we have like so far three maybe anecdotes. Um, and again, uh, some of this just. I don't. I can't explain to you some of these testimonials, and I couldn't. You could go through any patent medicine and tell me a story, and I wouldn't be able to explain to you other than suggesting that people are lying. And I don't want to suggest that people are lying. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Weird stuff happens. The body does all kinds of weird stuff. And and part of it is that with whenever we're talking about cancer, there's only so much you can predict. Mm-hmm. We give you time frames and a prognosis and like ranges of weeks or months or whatever. And sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. There's always that unpredictability. You know, okay. in medicine, if I could tell everybody exactly how much time they had left, well, that would be horrifying. I'm glad I can't. <laughs> that would be, I'm, of all the like superpowers I could get, that would be the worst one. Imagine walking past the door, they're like, Dr. McCurdy, you want to check in here? And you're like, eh, there's no point. <laughs> I don't want, I got pretty busy yet. And they're like, see you tomorrow, Dr. McRoy. Actually. Actually. Hey, no, listen. I would hate that. I'm glad I can't. <laughs> it's but really funny. It's a funny idea, but I don't think it's a practical. No, and we can't. And we we do the best we can, always understanding that, like, the human body is infinitely more complex than even with all of our tools and tricks and diagnostic things, we still understand. Um, so uh, she continues. She She basically finds, like, a small subset of doctors who are willing to, like, we will work with you. Um, and again, these are only patients who are under the care of doctors already. Okay. And so this is in conjunction, which I still don't have a giant problem with. Like, I always think about a good corollary to this is 
while I was breastfeeding, you used to make me lactation cookies all the time. Yes. I don't really think those lactation cookies help me lactate. I don't really, there's not, like the ingredients that are in there, I don't, there's not a ton of evidence that this was making a giant difference in my milk production, but they were delicious. Mm -hmm. There was no harm. And I was happier because you made me the cookies. So I don't know, like there's no harm in that, right? So if you're a patient who's undergoing cancer treatment and you decide to drink her tea too, that sounds okay. Now, I will call that into question not drink before the this episode t- is over. Do not drink the T2. It is liquid metal. <laughs> I, it may seem very thirst quenching. It will be a disaster. So while she's doing this, one of the doctors who she's working with says, like, you know, you could get some more credibility if you actually did, like, studies. Like, you need to do, like, <laughs> tests on that. You need to do science on this. So from 1928 through 1930, she actually does some experiments. Like, there's some mice in a lab there. She's working in a lab in Toronto, Christie Street Hospital Laboratories. And she, uh, these mice are injected with a kind of sarcoma, a kind of cancer. And um, basically, she kept the mice alive longer with her SEACT <laughs> than anybody had ever been able to do. Like, she kept them alive um, 52 days. years. Oh, no, 52 days. That's yeah, no, well, I mean, they died of cancer. But, like, she did keep them alive longer supposedly, than other people had. Um, she uh, And she says, like, you know, I had been doing my own treatments at home or my, my own experiments at home. Like, I'm not, these are not the first. Like, I, of course, did this in my basement, but, like, now I've done it in front of doctors and they saw that this these mice lived longer. Um, and then another doctor was like, you know, I think instead of uh, a tea, it would be better if you, like, injected it into people. Maybe that's why we're not getting, maybe that's why they're not, curing the cancer in these mice. Maybe we need to make it into an injection. So they started testing, injecting mice with tea. Hmm. <laughs> this fe- <laughs> Sorry, I know that these are all Canadians, but this feels like a very British solution. <laughs> inject them with tea. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, this is not, that was not a slam on anybody who's British who listens to our show. Tea's great. Coffee's better. Sorry. 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 But Tea is great. I I appreciate tea. But anyway, so they're like, this is even better. When we inject it, they, like, we're curing their cancer. They believe that it was carrying off all of the diseased cancer cells. All the cancer cells were completely removed. Mm -hmm. Um, So they start giving these injections, like like you would get a flu shot or something, basically, of uh, an herbal preparation. It's basically tea. Um, And so then they start trying that. In humans, so these same doctors again that they're working with, they start applying this injection to humans who are otherwise receiving cancer treatment and incurable. Okay, and it's the same kind of thing. Like there's somebody who has cancer of the throat and tongue. Um, they give him an injection of the Essiac. Initially, he had a terrible reaction to it, and they thought that they had killed him. Oh wow! Yes, but then after that, he went home and lived another four years. Jeez, okay, well. So again, you continue to get these kinds of anecdotes. So um, she is working. She's still working as a nurse. There are select doctors who will let her come in and give tea to people. Tea shots. (laughs) Not tea shots, not like testosterone shots, like tea as in T-E-A, shots of tea. I'm with you. Got it? Okay. Um, And then in (laughs) in her apartment, she's having people come visit her for tea. Oh God! So she's gonna get you know she's gonna get in trouble for this again You're because not to do this no because she's having it. she said up to thirty people a day are coming to visit her Come in her on. apartment to get treatment for their cancer. 
which is going to be a problem. She even makes an appointment at at one point because she really wants to legitimize this. So she goes to Dr. Frederick Banting, which do you remember who Banting is? No. I've alluded to him earlier. Who's Banting? He's the discoverer of insulin. Oh. Remember that was that was the Canadians gave us insulin, um, and uh, oh, the Banting Institute. Mm-hmm. Exactly, course. exactly. So she goes to Banting, and uh, and she claims that he agrees with her. Like, basically, I'm not saying this cures cancer. Like, he looks over all of her stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I he mean, it's the wink- best thing we start, got." He starts winking. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> it's a cure for cancer. Don't tell anybody. Um, Not the Americans, especially. <laughs> but he, and and like supposedly he's like, this works better than anything else we've got for cancer so far. I don't know. This feels a little bit to me like, you know how we've told the story of how Einstein investigated the yeah the sex box? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same kind of like Banting investigated this tea yeah. and was like, you really got something here. But then like encourages her like now, go. this is her quote. That's her retelling yes. of the oh, story. Oh, that's it's her important. retelling. That's what I if want you to know. If you ask Banting, he'd be like, uh, the tea? Let me tell you about that day. That lady would not leave. I eventually just looked at her. I was like, I don't know, maybe. And then she finally agreed to leave. That was that was all the encouragement I gave her. I see. I think that I I love these firsthand accounts though because this is her this this is her. I mean, she's a true believer. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt that this woman felt she had the cure for cancer. I don't I don't think she was lying about that. I don't know about how true every aspect of these stories are, but I right. do I do think she believed that this was a cure for cancer. So anyway, he did recommend like you need to like actually apply to do research on this, like formally research this in big studies to prove that you have it. Like if you've really got a cure for cancer, you got to do that. Because like, you know, that's kind of what he did with insulin, like researched it. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't just say like, I got this wild idea and I'm going to inject this stuff into humans and see what happens. No, they did proper research to arrive at insulin. And which is also, by the way, why insulin is, you know, real and works and saves lives and, you know, is a vital medicine. Yeah. So... She's saying, I wanted to do the same thing. Um, But here's why she decides she didn't. She decides that when Banting registered, and by the way, when you do this, you have to share your formula, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to register to actually get it properly tested and, you know, authenticated, you have to share your secret with them. You don't get to keep it a secret. She said that if she was going to do that, she was worried that basically they would take the formula and suppress it and it would disappear forever. Oh, Because yeah. when Banting did that, and, and I think she's maybe alluding a little to sexism and the fact that like he was a doctor and she was a nurse, that he was taken very seriously and celebrated and honored and that if she did the same thing, she would not be. Which, I mean, there's there's some truth in there, but like... Because she's a woman. But also, you just don't want to test it, because if you test it for real, you might find out that it doesn't work. Yeah. So, she decides at that point, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go that route. I'm not going to do what he did. I'm not going to actually submit my formula and try to get it, like, you know, tested for real and do the clinical trials and everything that Banty did with insulin, because I know... It's a conspiracy. I know that they will suppress it. I know that even if it works, nobody will ever find out about it, which is a very convenient little logical trick there. And so I'll just continue to do it on my own. So she did. So she continued to see patients on her own. And that's not, by the way, can I say, can I make a point? What? Those are not the actions of a true believer. 
Well, that's true. I do not think that if you really believed it deep down in your heart, that you would did not that you would not take every opportunity to blow it up as big as it could possibly be. Like to get it out to as many people as possible. If you're a real true believer, I don't think you invent something like that. And 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 I mean, I guess it's true because what she has after this is a really good story for people who want to believe her because what what for the rest of her life basically she is continuing to secretly treat people and occasionally getting reprimanded for it occasionally getting letters like cease and desist type letters to say like you can't do this you you're practicing medicine without a license you're promising people treatment and cure of cancer and that's not what this is and you've never gone through the proper channels to get any of this tested which may have been offered to her. May, I mean, I don't know how much of the Banting story you believe, but like, you know, she 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 doesn't go and do that work to prove that this is anything. And she would also need to involve, like you can't prescribe medicine if you're not legally authorized to prescribe medicine, which is what she's doing. So um, she basically kind of takes this like uh, martyr kind of position at this point. I have the secret cure for cancer. If you come to me, of course, I will share it with you, but I cannot tell it to anyone else. She says that she treated people for, for like 25 more years um, with her formula and saved all these lives and helped people live out of pain. And then after that, after she eventually died, would pass that knowledge on to just a select group of people around her. Disciples, if you will. Yes. If you're curious what is in this tea, which, by the way, I still haven't told you what's in this tea. Yeah. Um, so it's there are different formulas of it now. Like if you look up Essiac tea, you'll find slightly different variations of it. But the four main herbs are burdock root, slippery elm, inner bark, sheep sorrel, and Indian rhubarb root. Um, and then you'll find different formulations that might have other things in it. Um, one thing to make note of, if you read some of the stories behind the different companies that sell this, some of the herbs they include that they say are from this original preparation that was given to a woman by, you know, someone indigenous to the area, some of the herbs that they claim don't actually grow in some of these places. Oh, well, so that's already, it already calls the whole thing into question because yeah. like some of these plants aren't native to the appropriate areas um, that they're that they're talking about. Um, and then of course, when you do research into the various proponent, components of this, they've never found any evidence that any of this helps with cancer in any way. There actually have been studies done to look at specific herbs within this formula yeah. to see. Um, and in most cases, there is no efficacy whatsoever. Um, it does not. It does not slow any tumor growth. And they actually had a couple studies that showed it increased the rate of cancer growth. Whoa! Yeah, didn't see that coming. So, so since, um, and this is by the way, since 1977 is when the formula was was sold and trademark rights were given to another corporation, and this is why it's widespread. So, since 1977, it's been sold. Um, touted as a cancer cure. Initially, there were a lot of these companies that would encourage patients to seek this out instead of cancer treatment. Um, but obviously, you get in trouble for that. So it's like a lot of alternative medicine now. It is uh, supposed to be complementary to. Do not seek this in instead. Seek this in addition. Um, and I found like FTC complaints that have been issued against all these companies for false advertising, for promising 
cancer cures for saying that it has been proven to cure cancer when there is absolutely no scientific evidence that it does anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it there was one study that showed it might increase the rate of cancer growth, uh, which I think you'd have to do again to say, is that true or not? But either way, it doesn't help. Yeah, We know it doesn't help. Um, it's usually marketed as like a supplement, like a dietary supplement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we know the problem with that. You don't have to, the same guidelines don't apply as some sort of medicine. Yeah, since I'm they're not calling here, it a medicine. Very much for sale. Mm-hmm. No, you can buy it. The first thing when I started looking up SEAC tea, what I first got were a bunch of ads for where I could buy SEAC tea. Um, and there are, again, I think the thing is that even though they're going to be really clear on all the advertising and say it doesn't treat or cure anything, right? right. Like they're going to put that on everything because they have to. And they're going to tell you, still go to your doctor, but this is in addition. But we know that the problem is there are a lot of people who would love to believe that they can take care of themselves without doctors. They would rather. They'd rather avoid us. And I mean, I get it. I understand. And maybe the only reason that they have to say this doesn't treat or cure something, that you should also see your doctor, is because the government doesn't want you to know. Yes, But again, there is no evidence that any of the uh, components of these do anything for cancer growth. Mm -hmm. Any of the studies that were ever done were small, were done in labs, were done in mice, maybe at best. None of them ever showed any effect. These testimonials that we have, I I don't have an explanation for other than you can say anything. You can say anything. And cancer treatment is an evolving science. And so there are lots of unpredictable things. I have seen patients live much longer longer than the prognosis that they were given by the experts. Um, and I don't think it had anything to do with a T. I think it's just because there's still a lot that we're working to understand. Um, SEAC also, just so you, just to round it out, it can cause headaches, nausea, diarrhea, or constipation, vomiting, low blood sugar, liver damage, and kidney damage, allergic rashes, and rarely serious allergic reactions. Um, so it doesn't do anything. It might hurt you. It might increase the rate of cancer growth, although I don't know for sure. But either way, it doesn't do anything for cancer. Um, it sounds like uh, we're going to have to give this one a C plus <laughs> on the old sawbone scale. Uh, no, I would. If bad. anybody tells you to use SEAC tea, um, please don't. It's not. I mean, other than just like this is a tea I like. <laughs> But please do not use it to treat or cure anything. But even it don't do that because apparently you, it might make cancer worse. Have you figured out what the um, what the where Essiac comes from? Um, no, but I was really more listening to you. I wasn't really trying to think. Look at her name. Uh, How do you spell her last name? Oh, it's a uh, uh, oh C A I S S E. Oh, is it just like rearranged her letters? It's just backwards. It's just backwards. It's oh just my her God. last name. Yeah, the formula is her last name backwards. Oh my God, that's great. That's where that comes from. That's but great. yeah, so that's I mean, fun, and it's least. tough because like that's fun. it sounds like she was a very sweet lady who was probably an excellent nurse. I I would I would imagine. Um, but it's very unfortunate because whether she was a true believer or not, this tea was definitely for a while touted as an alternative. Do this instead of what your doctors say, which is incredibly dangerous. And uh, again, false hope, um, missing out on actual treatment yeah. and possibly doing harm. So that's the story of SEACT. Thank you again um, for sending it in, Melissa. And if anybody else has suggestions, I always love them. Yep.
Uh, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We call it Sawbones, and you should too, because that's what it is called. Thanks to the taxpayers for use of their song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. Thanks to you, actually, my friends, the most for listening. We really appreciate you. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. We hope you join us again next week for Sawbones because it'll be good. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We hope you join us. <laughs> We hope you join us again next week for Sawbones. Until then, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. All right. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.